with the first pick in the 2018 NFL Draft, the Cleveland Browns select Baker Mayfield. My dogs by nature family. I hope this transmission finds you well. My name is Baloney7 and you're listening to Straight No Chaser on Dogs by Nature Radio. We're on the eve of the 2020 draft. A draft that is at a time that's really like no other. So to help us get excited for this Thursday night, we've reached out to a guest that's like no other as well. The man I'm referring to is a longtime contributor to Dogs by Nature and at one time hosted a radio show during the regime of the Great Easy Weave. By now, most of our users know him as de facto royalty in the Daily Dog Chow. Our guest, who hails from Hungary, has been gracious with his time and we want to welcome, not first, not second or third, ah yes, it's fourth. To the Straight No Chaser Studios. Hello, this is Fourth. I'm the best, the greatest, the only Browns fan that matters. Fourth, you forgot gracious and humble in your introduction. Uh, but even with that omission, it's great to have you on the show. A lot of our listeners know you from way back, but for those who don't, how did you end up as a Browns fan from the Danube? Back in the day, we used to watch... Uh, soccer all the time with my friends uh, the Premier League mostly and we have two uh, service providers here so we have UPC and we have Diggy these are the two big guys there really isn't any, anything else that you can buy but anyway one of the ways that they compete is by uh, getting snagging um, channels from each other and and uh, they uh, we, we used to have UPC and they used to have the uh, Premier League games and Tiki bought the rights one year so we didn't have anything to watch and instead UPC got uh, ESPN and that's how we started watching baseball and, and American football. So that's really how it started. In 2007 was when I really started watching the games every week. And I came to love the Browns somehow. I guess they are the most Hungarian team out of them all. If you listen to our national anthem, it's probably the saddest, whiniest national anthem out there check check the lyrics it's it's really sad and uh, the Browns are from Northeast Ohio and that's where most Hungarians used to live uh, right now it's New York but for a very long time it used to be Cleveland and Northeast Ohio so for these two reasons the Browns are the most Hungarian team I guess so lucky me I instinctively found the Browns. Well, and um, then I learned uh, the history. I watched all the documentaries, America's Game, Full Car Football, um, Football Life, everything. 
and and I read everything that I could, so I learned to hate those who I have to hate, and that's really how it all happened. And then I, lucky you guys, I found DBN in 2014, I guess. The rest is history. And what a remarkable history it has been. Thanks for sharing your origin stories with us here on Dogs by Nature. So our next question is this. How excited have you been in anticipation of the new uniforms? What was your first impression? What is the likelihood that we start up training camp with those new uniforms in July as scheduled? The new uniforms, well, really, I think the excitement was from not having anything else. Um, that's, that's all the news that we have the damn uniforms Uh, my first impression is or was um, they're fine you know what I expected other than the orange pants which I think is a must and um, I was elated when they kind of suggested that they still have the orange pants I don't know why they didn't why they didn't re- reveal it, but um, you know whatever. Uh, training camp, oh boy, uh, I'm not optimistic. I don't think that we are going to see like a normal uh, NFL season. I would be really ge- glad if we could see an NFL season at all. I'm just not optimistic. This this whole virus thing is not going away. And um, by the end of July, I don't know. I I just really hope that you guys are going to be like, screw the virus and and, um, let's do the season anyway. That that would be awesome. Because really, I mean, uh, an NFL player shouldn't be scared. They're going to be isolated. Like, don't go home, don't, don't visit your grandma and things should be okay get tested regularly, whatever. Let's just have the season. You know, one thing I don't like is a lot of fanfare and anticipation only to come up with the dud of a product. Kind of reminds me of the whole introduction of the orange color to this brown scheming back in the day. But as far as football starting in the fall, uh, yeah, I appreciate your sentiment in wanting to see the games he played. I, I just don't know if you can say just yet whether or not that's even a possibility we'll have to keep our eyes on this story moving forward but for now we have the draft to look at you mentioned that your favorite wide receiver prospect is Denzel Mims out of Baylor I never got to hear your rationale for this position how would you break down a top five wide receiver class are there any mid-round prospects that you fancy in the orange and brown Ah, yes, my favorite wide receiver is Mims. Uh, well, he's a physical specimen. He uh, he was really the offense at Baylor from what I saw. And um, what really sold me was uh, the senior ball. Uh, I, sh- I should mention... Um, oh boy, I, I kind of forget... What's on draft, I think, uh, the website's name. The guy who makes those uh, uh, sheets on Google Sheets, 
with the with all the film. His name is Mark, and back in um, early 2019 or or 2000 late late 2018, I asked him to name a player who is underrated. And the first name he he mentioned was Mims. So that's why that's when I started looking into him, and he's really awesome. Um, and and the way he handled himself at the senior bowl was was what finally convinced me that he's the best out there. The top five, I think Mims is number one. Um, then uh, I guess Rugs, uh, Judy, Lamb, and. Um, I forgot the guy's name. Uh, I just can't remember what's the Crimson wide receiver's name. But he's the fifth. Uh, Mid-round prospects. Uh, well, if we o- if we're only talking about wide receivers, uh, boy, I'm I'm not really sure. I haven't seen as much as I used to. In, in the previous seasons, the uh, 2019 season just really killed a lot of my motivation for that. But if I would be interested in Benjamin from uh, um, the Ohio State in, in the in day three, I guess I think I think he he could he has the potential to drive. Victor Benjamin didn't put up eye-popping numbers at the Combine, but he did put up eye-popping play at Ohio State. Well, with that, we'll take a break. You're listening to Straight No Chaser on Dogs by Nature Radio. to Dogs by Nature Radio. I'm your host, Thelonious7. This is your program, Straight No Chaser. And we're joined on the eve of the 2020 draft by Fourth. Fourth, we have a couple more questions for you. Let's get back to it. Yeah, after free agency, what are the chances that the Browns will do something other than tackle at the top of the draft? I think the chances are high because with with uh, the um, with Podesta and and that kind of approach. The idea is to look for market inefficiencies and and kind of use them to our advantage. So we are looking for basically who are the players that other teams overvalue and who are the ones that they undervalue. And one of the, I think, two positions are the tackle position and the edge position that are overvalued and the uh, defensive back position is undervalued although that's changing lately but but really only for extra special players and um, I guess the same is true for for linebackers too Uh, in my opinion the most important guys on defense are the defensive backs 
and then the linebackers, and then the uh, the guys in the trenches. So when you put your defense together, you start from the back. And um, this is really going against how people have been doing it. And uh, honestly, I sort of understand it because um, it's it's a lot flashier to get your really good um, edge and defensive lineman prospect, but um, and, and they are much easier to scout for us amateurs. But but I I, I think also for for guys who are, do this for a living. So, having said that, I think what's going to happen come day one is we are going to see a run on um, quarterbacks, tackles, and well, maybe edge players, but I'm not so sure. So, many tackles and many quarterbacks are going to be taken early and this is going to allow us to trade down and this is a deep tackle class so we could get someone uh, for our defense high and uh, maybe trade a bit down at the same time or if if the tackles are gone who we value as first-round players, and we could take, uh, and we don't have the right offer to trade down, then we could take someone who is um, a great defensive player. In the top 10, I think three tackles, uh, corner, uh, an edge player, perhaps four quarterbacks are gonna be gone, so, um, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm not optimistic that we, we can be able to get uh, one of my top three OT prospects. And we really shouldn't be too bummed about it, because I think they're overvalued. Have you gotten to any pre-draft fights this year, by any chance? Uh, any In any fights? Well, not until, not until I expressed this opinion of mine no not really uh, I think when some of my friends hear this they might offer some counter opinions but no not really I'm not really interested in fighting this year usually I enjoy it but I couldn't be bothered this year to engage I think Werps is the best and I think there is merit to argue for uh, Wills, Wirfs, uh, Andrews, or, or is it Andrews? Thomas and um, Beckton. But um, other than that, I don't know. I, I really wouldn't would be unhappy with Beckton. He's a project. Other than that, no. Once again, we're joined by Fourth on Dogs by Nature Radio. Fourth, before we wrap things up, I want to ask you a quick question. Who are you pounding the table for on draft night? 
Do you have a sense of players that you think are overrated? I think Tanner Muse uh, um, safety from Clemson is tremendously undervalued. He can play um, cover linebacker, he can play safety, and he is really good at both. Very athletic, he has a good size, um, he has good stats, I think he has like 6 interception and 14 pass breakups or whatever. So I, uh, yeah, I would love to have him. Uh, another guy is the um, um, one of the Michigan State corners, um, Josiah Scott. Uh, I, th- I think he's going to be great. He, he's one of those guys that are that are like a leech, just s- sucking away. Uh, whoever he is put on and I think that's a great thing to have another guy is um, I guess uh, Carter Coughlin an edge player from Minnesota and um, there is uh, Patrick Queen a linebacker from LSU both of these guys are awesome, I think, but especially Patrick Queen. Coughlin is, is just sort of a, I guess, a well-kept secret. He, he would have to play, uh, I guess, strong side linebacker because he is not a really uh, an edge player in, in the pros. But out of all of these guys, Tanner Muse is my favorite. So if he is there, oh yeah, and Kenny Willekes or Willekes out of Mich- Michigan State, these are the guys that I would love to have. Um, players who are overrated, um, the edge player from LSU. Um, he has such a weird name. I keep forgetting it. Uh, he sort of a French name. I just can't remember it. But you know who I'm talking about. Yeah, I do. I believe you're referring to Caleb on Jason. He, he's just terribly overrated. I wouldn't be surprised if... Well, I, honestly, I wouldn't be surprised either way if he if he was taken high or, or if he fell to day two. I can uh, see both of them happening. Either he, he is overrated or people start seeing him from for what he is and... I guess, correctly rated and, and falls to day two. Fourth, thank you for taking the time to join us here at the Straight No Chaser Studios. But before you go, I was wondering if you wouldn't mind giving us a comment on a slightly off-topic question. What I was wondering is, how different is life for you in Eastern Europe compared to what you've been reading about in the States? Uh, how different is life in Eastern Europe? I wouldn't know because I live in Central Europe. But, but um, uh, compared to life in the States, well, it isn't really that different. I mean, I would love to have guns. Uh, that, that's what I envy in, in, in Americans, guns. Uh, man, I would love to have guns. But one of the things um, I guess that's different is... is uh, Probably the uh, 
individualism in in the United States that's 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 probably unique uh, we, we we are used to our government telling us what to do and um, behaving accordingly so that's probably and one one thing that that always bothered me about the states actually two things one of them is is those suburban areas with no fences whatsoever I mean how can you sleep without huge fences guard dogs and 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 the safety doors that I have I just moved recently out of my parents apartment into my own the first thing I got before I even moved in I, I, I had this safety door installed in it it has like 14 metal rods in it uh, two steel plates I don't know how SWAT would get in uh, probably through the windows but I, I'm, I'm gonna put bars on them and I live in a safe area you know I, I, I couldn't imagine living in one of the American suburbs in, in one in one of the suburbs of one of the great cities of the Northeast and uh, you know feeling safe uh, I, I, I guess I would need tons of guns and that's the other thing like how are people um, so brave at engaging each other in in, in anger you know in, in uh, like road rage incidents anyone could be packing you guys have 350 million guns people are people are too brave over there anyone could have like a toothache a really bad day going through a horrible divorce packing two guns legally or illegally whatever and people just like confront each other that's nuts that was not the answer that i was expecting to hear but at the same time, I found it very informative, very interesting as well. Once again, thank you so much, Forth, for joining us here at the Straight No Chaser Studios. Well, with that, we'll put this one in the books. Thank you for taking time out of your schedule to make Dogs by Nature Radio a part of your day. You've been listening to Straight No Chaser. I am your host, Thelonious7, on Dogs by Nature Radio. Take care and go Browns.